Welcome to Coffee and Conversations with Lakeisha. We're glad you've joined us today. Get ready for some kingdom conversation. Now here's your host, Lakeisha M. Johnson. How y'all doing? Good morning. It is a happy Friday. It's an amazing Friday. How y'all doing this morning? Good morning. How y'all doing? Good morning. Hey, hey, Vera. Healing to you, blessing to you, love to you this morning, sister, girlfriend. I am praying for expeditious that this healing, that it don't even look like you had surgery, that the healing power of Yeshua flows through your body this morning, woman of God, like that it just flows through your body. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Good morning, good morning. Welcome, welcome. How y'all doing this morning? Good morning. Good morning, good morning. How y'all doing? We up and in this thing this morning. Welcome. Oh, it's 5 a.m. It's 5 a.m. It's 5 a.m. So, well, good morning. Welcome to Coffee and Conversations with Lakeisha. Uh, We are YouTube Live, Facebook Live, and Instagram Live. And I feel like I owe you guys an apology because I told you yesterday that we were going to start talking about um, this role of the husband, right? Um, And the Lord dealt with me kindly this morning. And I have to finish up one more section for the wives. And we're going to talk about being grown and sexy wives. Um, I, I'm going to tell you, like I was wrestling this morning. I was like, Lord, no, we ain't about to have this conversation. But we get ready to have this conversation about being grown and sexy wives. Um, I'm not going to give you all my trade secrets. I'm not going to tell you everything, but I'm giving you enough for you to study and meditate on. You need this this morning. Um, Even my single women need this this morning. I'm going to give you the biblical perspective on a wife being appealing, sexy to her husband. And also, we're going to talk a little bit about sex. Um, And we're going to talk about this from a healthy perspective because this conversation is never held from a healthy perspective. So tune in, get your pen, get your paper, get your phone, get your device, do whatever you gotta do and get this conversation. This is concluding, um, as we've been talking about executive order, this is concluding the part of our executive order for wives. So if you're tuning in for the very first time, good morning, welcome to Coffee and Conversations with the Keisha. I'm your hostess with the mostest this morning. Do me a favor, share this video right now. This is Kingdom. We're learning how to have kingdom relationships. We're learning how to um, tap into the kingdom, right? Have healthy relationships, have a healthy perspective on marriage, on sex, on who we're supposed to be as women. And so this study, um, which was supposed to be shifting to men today, the Lord quickly reminded me that I needed to talk a little bit more about being a woman, sex, um, how we are con- to conduct ourselves. Y'all know I'm going to back everything up with the scripture, giving you the scripture on this so that you can be healthy. Hey, Odell. Hey, Lashanta. Hey, Kim. Hey, Shalana. I see you guys coming in. Hey, my YouTube family and my Instagram family. So this is for the grown and sexy. Um, if you can't handle this, you'll be okay. You need to stay on. Don't get off. Don't get out. Don't think you don't need this. You need this this morning because we can assume that we've been handling this correctly. And the Lord is like, I've given you an order even for this. I'm going to show you how to make this part of your life uh, successful. So let's pray and let's get started. Father God, we thank you this morning. We thank you for the word this morning. We thank you, Father God, for maturing us and growing us up in your word. We thank you, Father God, for teaching us how to rightly divide the word. We thank you, Father God, this morning as women for teaching us how to be grown and sexy in you, not according to this world standard, but according to your standard, Lord God. We thank you for a fresh anointing, one that destroys hmm, the yokes of bondage, of sickness, and disease. We thank you, Father God, that healing. Hmm. If you've been looking for healing, you better tap into that right now. Healing. <laughs> healing. Healing manifests itself in our body, physically, spiritually, 
soul, our souls are being healed. Our minds are being healed. Mm. Our physical bodies are being healed. We receive that right now. We receive the healing anointing right now. Hmm. I thank you, Lord God, for healing backs right now. The word of knowledge is for backs. I thank you for healing backs right now and for healing feet right now, Lord God. Somebody's been having problems with their feet, Lord God. We thank you, Father God, that the healing power, Isaiah 53, says that we've already been, he's already been bruised. We've been bruised for our iniquities, chastised. I thank you for healing feet right now and backs right now. I thank you for your divine glory going in, healing backs and feet right now, right now, Lord God. Feet are being healed. Thank you, Lord God, for healing feet right now. Hmm. We thank you for the power of the Holy Ghost. We thank you for your healing manifestation right now in Jesus' name. Amen. Did you know healing was a part of your benefit package? You're supposed to be walking around here with bad, bad feet. So if your feet been bothering you, I don't know who that word was for, but if your feet have been bothering you, you better receive your healing. You better receive your healing today. That thou felt that the healing anointing is in the place. See, people think because we talk topics or subjects that that healing and healing occurs. My God, healing occurs. Even you don't have to be like Healing will occur. Healing will occur. Healing will occur with just the word going forth. You got to learn how to receive that. So if you've been having problems with your back, you've been having problems with your feet, you better receive that healing right now in Jesus' name. The healing anointing, I'm telling you, it went forth. I felt, man, I felt that glory to God. Lord, we thank you for divine healing impartation. We thank you and we receive the manifestation of healing right now in Jesus' name. I told y'all last year I had a couple years, well, between last and the year before I had surgery on my feet, um, I made a decision. I prayed about it. I felt comfortable that the Lord was telling me to have surgery and I did not have any pain. I did not have any problems. And anytime my feet don't look like they line up with the word of God, I speak to my feet and I tell my feet, Jesus didn't have bad. Jesus didn't have bad feet. Jesus didn't have bad feet. I'm not having bad feet. Jesus didn't have no problems with his back. So you shouldn't be having no problems with your, your back, like a back. I'm telling you, I'm telling you. Receive it. Receive it spiritually as well. Someone said they receive it, that their physical foot, their spiritual footing. You receive that. He heals spirit, soul, and body. That's why he's had us on this series about how to be better women, how to be better wives so that we can emotionally and mentally heal. God wants you operating in healing and in wholeness. So we've been going through this study um, that was in Ephesians talking about what kind of wives that we're supposed to be. And so today we're going to get a little grown and sexy. I need to share a few things with you because some of us have been out of order. We've been out of order. Um, we've used sex um, as a means of manipulation. Oh, death. Does say that uh, we've used sex as a means of manipulation. We've uh, withheld sex from our spouses. When we've been frustrated, mad, upset, and we're going to get on the fellas. We're going to spend time with the fellas next week. We're going to talk about women's. We've misused sex. Uh, some of us haven't um, operated in all our giftings. Some of us have not exposed our beauty. I mean, it's just so much here. This is one of the reasons I host a Bible study. We're on break right now. Um, I host a Bible study on Tuesdays at the coffee shop. This is one of the reasons I be wanting women to connect to Bible study, because I want to get you spiritually whole so that you can be whatever you need to be to your husband. Because if you're not spiritually sound and whole, you're never going to be what you need to be in a relationship. You're never going to be able to be what you need to be in a relationship. You're never going to be able to be what you need to be to this world. If you're not spiritually sound and whole, if you're not healthy um, yourselves. And so what I'm sharing with you today is we're predicating this on, we're predicating this on um, you being healthy and whole and you getting healthy and whole. If you ain't healthy and whole, then we need to have some conversations. You need to tap into some of these older devotionals. If you're in the Little Rock area, you need to get in on this Bible study. When I host Pillow Talk, you need to get in on pillow talk. That's the anointing and grace on my life to help you heal, to help you get healthy and whole. That's what this ministry is about so that you can be restored and you can go operate in kingdom. 
so there was an executive order for the wife. And we know that that scripture came where that scripture came from. We were coming out of Ephesians and God was showing us the executive order for the wife. And that's Ephesians 21, 24. He talked to us about submitting to our husbands, um, being in a submissive state, telling us what submission is. The world has given us the bad perception of submission. And so today I'm going to talk to you about how to be grown and sexy and saved. Grown, sexy, and saved. It all goes together. And some of y'all like you tripping. No, grown, sexy, and saved. See, we've had so many gaps in the church. We've had so many gaps in the church that our marriages have gaps in them because nobody wanted to have this conversation with us as women. Nobody really wanted to talk to us about sex. Nobody really wanted to talk to us about submission. Nobody really wanted to talk to us about our bodies. Nobody really wanted to talk to us about the things that we were struggling with. And it's a necessity. Listen, it's a necessity if we're going to be whole, if these marriages are going to be right, if we're going to be in position, if we're going to be able to serve and take care of our king. So we're going to have to have this conversation about sex and preparation and how we smell and how we dress and what we look like. And so, and I'm telling you, I'm all about feminism. I'm all about us asserting our rights. I'm all about us being whole. I'm all about us accomplishing, achieving, achieving the world, but there is supposed to be a balance to this. And we have missed the balance to this. And we're not keeping in line with what the word says. I'm going to even show you where people get into these arguments and start telling you makeup ain't right. And you don't need to be wearing makeup and all this other stuff. I'm going to show you a preparation phase through Esther that's going to help you. But I'm going to tell you women, if your self-esteem is low, you'll never receive this. If your self-esteem is low, you'll never receive this. If your self-esteem is bad, you'll never receive this because the world will give you permission to be dysfunctional. The world will give you permission to be dysfunctional. So this morning we abandon all the dysfunction. Dysfunction, we're going to hear what God has to say. And so I want to first talk about sex. Let's talk about sex for just a little bit. All right, I need, I need you to know that sex is a good thing. I, I need you to know sex is a, a good thing. And I'm going to tell you something for my fellows that are on here. If a woman has been sexually abused or raped, this is a very hard place for her. But I'm also going to say to my women who have been sexually abused or molested, you got to get some help. And if you haven't come past that thing yet, you need to get more help because there is a deliverance. The pain is very real. The circumstances and the situations of what you have been through is really, really real. But if um, being molested or being raped is inhibiting or hindering your marriage, your sex life in your marriage, then you have got to get healed. We got to get you healed. We got to get you healthy. We got to get you whole. And if you have not been able to break past that thing yet, then you're going to have to go get some more counseling. You didn't get enough counseling. You didn't get enough. You're not delivered from that thing yet. And so that that's the first thing to it. We're going to talk about a biblical. So you got to go get some help. You got to go get some help because we cannot use this um, as an excuse in our marriage of why we can't satisfy, meet the needs of our spouse. Now, I told y'all this morning, this is for the grown and sexy. This ain't, for the, this ain't for the weak and the feeble. This is for the grown and sexy. This is for those of you that have desired that I'm going to meet my husband's needs. And I'm not talking about what, about what, how perverse this world taught us. This is for y'all. And, and for my single women, for my single women, you take this information and you put this information. You don't apply this information yet. Don't apply this information yet. You take this and you hold this information. And I'm going to tell you about your preparation phase and how to develop yourself during the preparation phase. So for sex is a good thing. Sex was created by God for us. Sex was created for by God. God. So God created man and man, man in his own image. This is Genesis 1, 27, 28. In the image of God, he created him male and female. He created them. God blessed them and said to them, be fruitful and increase in number. So sex was a good thing. It was created by God. He wouldn't have never told us to go be fruitful and multiply and increase in number if he didn't intend for us to have sex. Um, Genesis 2 and 24, for this reason, a man will leave his father and mother and be united. When a man is united with his wife, the, the way that you unite with your wife is through sex. You unite, you unite with your wife through sex. So united to his wife and they will become one flesh. You become one flesh through sex. That is why the, the, the Lord has really don't want you having sex outside of marriage because every time you have sex outside of marriage, you become united in flesh. You you become united in flesh. You become united in flesh. That's why them soul ties. That's why you be struggling. That's why you can't get past him or her. You become united in flesh because he only see you, I, this is what people didn't know. The marriage vows, 
the, the wedding ceremony, all of that good stuff. That's culture, right? That's culture. The moment that you have sex with a person, that's when you become united. Sex is what consummates the marriage. So the minute you have sex with that person, then you consummate, you've become united as flesh. You know that I'm educating you this morning. Some of y'all sitting there going, oh my gosh, I've been married so many times. So if you, this was you, repent now, going to repent, going to put yourself in repentance, going to say, Lord, forgive me, because this is going to help set you sexually so that you can have a healthy sexual marriage. So you can have a healthy sexual marriage. See, a lot of our sex, our marriages, our, our, our sex lives were predicated pre-marriage. And, it, and, and, and if it's not healthy, it won't sustain during the marriage. It won't sustain during the marriage. It won't sustain because you're going to come to a place in the marriage where the marriage is going to get funky. And if you don't have created intimacy and you're not in the right position and intimacy and sex are not the same thing. I can do a whole lesson on that. Go to my YouTube channel. I mean, my my um, my Instagram channel. There's a video on there where I talk about intimate and sex are not the same thing. It's not the same thing. So I'm just telling you, you, you need to understand that every time you unite with someone, that, that's the consummation. Some of y'all are like, oh my gosh, I know, I know, I'm just telling you, I'm going to free you today. I'm going to help you. Every, every, I, man, Paula, I had to repent. I was in here repenting again. I was thinking, you, you, you're going to have to, you're going to have to put yourself. So the minute you consummate, you come at, that's the knowing. That was the knowing. That's the intimacy occurred. So God created that sex is a way for a husband and wife to express themselves to each other. Sex, sex is a way for a husband and wife to express themselves for each other. If you have never read the song, song of Solomon, I'm going to read a little bit to you. Need It says, let me give you this. This is Proverbs 5, 18, 19. It says, may your fountain be blessed and may you rejoice in the wife of your youth, a loving doe, a graceful deer, may her breast satisfy you always. May you ever be captivated by her love. That's in the word. That's in the word. Your, you, your husband should be captivated by your love. Your breath should be forever satisfying him. Your breath should be ever satisfying him. You should be captivated by your love. His needs are really real. His, his, his needs are really, his needs are different and his needs are really really real. And I'm going to tell you what I've seen before. I have seen women, I'm just going to be honest, who have been in situations in which sex was on before marriage, sex was on before the beginning of the marriage, right? Sex was on before the beginning of the marriage. And then once they have him, once they're in this situation, they don't want to have sex no more. Life takes over, babies come in, and they don't want to have sex no more. And they don't care if he's satisfied by the breast or not. So let me tell you what happens when it happens. A door gets open. Now, it's up to your husband to walk through the door. But the door does get open. And so his needs are very different. His needs are not your needs. Men are sight stimulated. Men are physically stimulated. His needs are not your needs. We like conversation. We need more intimacy and different level. And a lot of times we try to, as women, transfer our needs onto his needs. His needs are not your needs. His needs are a little bit different. And I told y'all, in marriage, I had to learn this. I had to sit at my husband's feet. I had to get this. Um, when we first got married, um, I, I mean, I was just like, we get married, we're doing this. And I remember he started asking me for some things. Um, will you please not come to bed in boxer shorts and T-shirts? Will you please not come to bed in boxer shorts and t-shirts? And I was like, what difference does it make? Like, what difference does it make? But what he was trying to express to me, I have the need to see your curves. I want to see your curves. I want to be able to smell you. I, I just, I want the presence and the essence and the femininity of what God created you. I want to experience that. I want to lay next to that. His needs are very different. His needs are very real. And so you better understand that he's sight stimulated and he's also smell stimulated. He's going to do that. I'm going to tell you, I'm going to tell you something. I'm giving you all my trades and my secrets. I don't go anywhere without perfume. It's not heavy. It's not overwhelming, but I don't go anywhere. I walked past the young man in Walmart, came back back. He said, I don't know what you're wearing. I don't know what you're wearing. He said, I don't know what you're wearing. He said, but when I walk, when you walk past me, I followed you all the way down the aisle and I watched you as you came back. You smell amazing. 
Like I, I, I woke his senses up. I woke his senses up just by the way I smelled. All of that is important. And especially as wise that has been in the game, it is so easy to get comfortable and forget how that, that, that matters. It's so easy to get comfortable and forget how that matters. And that matters. It matters. Can I tell you something? A way to figure out what your husband needs is just simply ask him, baby, what do you need from me? How should I look? What do you need? And people say, you ain't got to do all that for him. You shouldn't have to do that all for that. You should want to do all that for him. You should want to be the person that satisfies him. You should want to be the person that stimulates him. You should want to be the person that draws him in. You should want to be the person that's overwhelming him. You should want to. If you love him at that capacity, it's nothing. When my husband and I first got married, my hair was very short. And I noticed one night he was watching Ananda Lewis's talk show and he just seemed to be consumed with her, consumed with her. And I said, what is going on here? He, and he just started saying her hair is so beautiful. And I said, you like long hair. And he looked at me and he said, yes, baby, I do. So you know what I started doing? Growing my hair. I grew my hair because that was his thing. That wasn't a hard answer. That wasn't a hard request to fulfill. That wasn't something hard to do for him, for me to grow my hair so that he could, because he liked long hair. That wasn't very hard. That wasn't very difficult. That wasn't hard to do. And so you were sent to, you got to know this. You got to understand your man. You got to ask some questions. See, we'll, we assume, especially of those that think we sexy already, we assume that we're meeting needs and doing what he wants, and we can be totally missing it. You got to ask him the five love languages. You got to find out his love language. If physical touches his thing, you got to learn how to touch him. Man, I'm going to help y'all today. You got to learn how to touch him in the, in the right places. It ain't always got to be successful. Sometimes it can be just running your finger down his back. You got to learn him. We don't spend enough time learning our mates. And then when we get married, we get so comfortable, we don't continue the learning process. People evolve. Needs at 18, 19, and 20 may not be the needs at 55, 60. That's why you got to do checkup. You lose each other in there when you're not doing checkups. When you're not. So I'm just giving you your responsibilities as a woman. We're going to talk to the man. I'm giving you your responsibilities. So don't be sitting over there going, my God. Um, what about the men? We're going to deal with the men right now. We're dealing with us as women. We're going to get ourselves corrected. We're going to get ourselves in place. So God created this. He created this very good thing. His needs are very different. Now, women, I want to show you something through the book of Esther. Lord showed me about this beautification process for the longest. I, I, I don't, I, I'm, I'm a, the, the proverb says charm is deceptive and beauty is fleeting and a woman that fears and praises the Lord, right? She is to be honored and praised. Your looks will go away. Your internal structure is so much important. Your internal structure is so much important, but there is a beautification process. And there was a reason Esther went through this beautification process. It does matter how you look. It does matter how you look. It does matter how you look. It does matter that you take care of yourself. It does matter that you smell good. It does matter that you're working on your physical health. It does matter. It matters. It matters. And even if your husband loves you with everything in him, it still matters. A man with a heart after God ain't going to dog you out and talk to you. It doesn't mean that it's not his desire. It matters how you look. And I ain't talking about being overly painted. I ain't talking about being overly paid. I ain't just talking about because you jazzy and dressed up, but it matters how you look. Esther 2.12, it says, before a young woman's turn came to go into King Xerxes, she had to complete 12 months of beauty treatment prescribed for the women, six months with oil and mirror, and six months with perfume and cosmetics. It matters. Matters how you look. Matters that your eyebrows ain't meeting, and it matters. It matters of what's sexy to him. It matters. And so you better ask some questions. I'm going to show you something that the internal beauty, because can I tell you something through the beautification process as you're developing, see this Esther's beautification process was really her becoming self-aware. It was really, it was really her spending time with herself. See, I can't teach on all that today. That's another lesson. It was really what her dealing with her self-esteem. It was really her getting to know herself. It was really her going through the process. 
It was really her internalizing and understanding how precious she was, how powerful he, she was. And so through the year of beautification process, she was walking into the fullness of who she was. And so even in your marriage now, if you're not whole and you know whether or not you whole, you know you dysfunctional. You go, we need to get you to appear where you can pause and pull back. And so this beautification process, right? That's why some of y'all who don't want to show your shape. See, I'm in ministry and I struggle with that, right? I struggle with that. You get to, Your curves, were designed. you were designed that way for a reason, baby. And so through this beautification process, it Esther became breathtaking. And it wasn't just her external beauty. It was her internal beauty as well during this process. Lorraine, even if he tells you it don't matter, you make it matter. Even if it tells you it don't matter, you make it matter. See, the enemy will set it up where it don't look like it matter. And it may matter even if he tells you, you should matter to yourself. When I get up and get dressed in the morning, when I comb my hair, when I put on perfume, when I do all I do, it matters to myself. It matters to myself how I smell, how I look when I come out the house. If I, the femininity of who I am. See, we were created. Come on, Paula, it is kingdom. And so you need to go read the book of Esther. Read, read in the two. Look at the beautification process. Look at what she went through. Look at how she was prepared in oils. Look how she did. Look how she took care of herself. We as women have to take care of yourself. You should be taking care of yourself. If you cannot afford manicures and pedicures, learn how to take care of your nail. Your cuticle bed should not look like his cuticle bed. Your hands and feet shouldn't be rough like his. I'm going to tell you a trick. Vaseline cures it all. Vaseline every night before you go to bed. Vaseline in the morning, your skin will be extremely soft. It does matter how you look. It does matter how you smell. Well, I got allergies. I can't wear for perfume. Find some essential oils. Find some essential oils. Find something to connect to. All of that matters. All of that matters. If you can't afford it, and people say, well, I just can't afford it. When I could not afford it, I had Puma stones. I went and bought polish. <laughs> I buffed my feet out. I worked on, come on, get up, get dressed, get yourself, get tap into the femininity of who you are. It matters. It matters. The world will tell you the world has inserted things to make us think that this doesn't matter. And it matters. And then for those of y'all who get mad when you see that's what, that's what sometimes when I see women who hate on other women, she ain't got to wear all that. She ain't got to look like that. She ain't got to dress like that. Get out. Yeah, she do. That's for her. Find what's for you. Find your niche. Find what fits your body. Find find the perfume and the scent for you. But it matters. Your men are. Men didn't walk. You're not going to walk past no man. And he said, oh, she got a big brain. Oh, she's smart. You ain't going to walk past no man. And he said it. He going to notice your walk. He going to notice an air about yourself. He going to notice how you carry yourself. He may notice how you smell. Something is going to pick up. That's what's going to pick up and stimulate him. That's what's going to get him. That's what's going to get she, Esther had one night before the king. One night. One night before the king. One chance. One night, one chance. And for those of us, when we get married, sometimes we get so comfortable, we think that this doesn't matter. We think that this doesn't matter. We think this is no big deal. And so we're not preparing ourselves. We're not taking care of ourselves. We don't let our weight get out of control. If your weight is out of control, there is no excuse. Well, I had a baby. That's fine. I had one at 36. I had one at 36 and I had topped out at 245 pounds and I had to make a decision. And my husband said, absolutely nothing. Baby, you beautiful. Baby, you look great. And I had to make a decision. This is not how I'm going to live. I'm going to take control of this. I'm getting rid of these 60, 65 pounds. See, my frame is made different. So a little weight comes with me. There's a little thickness that comes with me, right? I had to accept that. But I had to make some physical decisions. This ain't how I'm about to go down. I'm getting ready to be healthy, spirit, soul, and body. Spirit, soul, and body. It will not fail you. You, It will not fail you. Stop being comfortable. You you got natural hair. You want to rock natural hair? Ain't, no, ain't nothing wrong with you rocking natural hair. But comb your natural hair. Oil your natural hair. Put some moisture on your natural hair. Don't let your natural hair be an excuse for you to look any kind of way. Natural hair can become lazy. I know. Natural hair can become lazy. I know. So don't let your natural hair be your excuse for you to look any kind of way. Switch the game up, change the game up, and then learn his needs. You better ask some questions. You better start asking him, 
We talked about whether or not sex, sex is important. He's supposed to be satisfied by your breast. He's supposed to be satisfied by anybody else's breast. Now, I got an analogy for you, and I'm going to help you with this. This is something I say all the time. I teach this. Don't go quote this on Facebook without, without hashtagging or adding me in it. Here's something I need to share with you. And I tell them all the time when I go out and I teach on relationships. If there is a hole in your fence, for, for us who have had pets, if there is a hole in your fence, either your dog going to get out, right? Or a stray dog going to get in. So you better figure out how to do your part and close the hole in your fence. You better do your part and close the hole in your fence. Fix your holes in your fence. If you married and you got holes in your fence and you thought this stuff didn't matter and you thought because you had been married 25 years, it made no big difference. Something will come your way. Something will come your way to test your truth. Something you And it's up to whether or not your dog leaves. It's up to whether or not your dog leaves. And it's up to whether or not, not. It's just a, it's, it's up, but you better fix the holes in your fence. You better fix the holes in your fence. You better figure this out. You better figure out what he like. You better figure out what he do. And I'm not talking about unhealthy. I'm not talking about unhealthy things. See, pornography, that's all. I can do a whole lesson on this. That pornography and this world's way of sex and what the world has told you is acceptable. I'm not talking about those things. Those things give us false images. Those things are designed to hurt our relationships and keep us from having sexy marriages. But you better, you better, you better fix the hole in your fence. You better figure out your hole. One of my friends said something one time. He said, um, and this goes men or women. He said something one time. He told his wife he had been talking to her about what he liked and she wasn't responding. And he said, this is what I need. And she wasn't responding. And so finally he said to her, he said, so you want me to get you some help? Do you want me to get you some help? Like, do, did you need some help in this marriage? And he said, her eyes get big and she said, stop playing. He said, well, that's what you've said to me. You've, you've said to me because you will not answer and correct any of the things that I've asked you to correct. So what it's saying to me is that you need me to get some help. That you need me to get some help. You're asking me to get you some help. You know what she started doing? She started doing the things that he asked her to do. He said, I'm providing for this household. I'm in position. I'm in place. If you ain't telling me to go get you no help, then I need all I need you to do is shift your perspective and do the things, do the things that you need that I need you to do. And she shifted her perspective. And I talked to him. I said, "How y'all doing?" He said, "We real healthy. We doing real good." He said, "But I had to put a, a a reality in her face. If you don't want nobody to help you in this, and I wasn't, but I, that's that's what I told her. You open up the door for me to get some help." So I'm telling you, shift your perspective as a wife. This stuff matters. This stuff matters. This matters for a reason. How you carry yourself, how you start, get in position, get in position. Now, if your husband make a decision to stray, go do something, he ain't got no business. Here's what it won't be. It won't be because you ain't in position. It won't be because you didn't play your part. It won't be because you didn't do your role. And be very careful with men that tell you they don't need that. Be very careful with men that will tell you that there is something that they don't need. They need it. I can't give you, I, I can't give you this. No, D, she ain't want no assistant. <laughs> she ain't want no assistant. I ain't gonna, I ain't, I'm not gonna open, I'm not gonna open no doors. If you walk through a door, it ain't gonna be because I opened the door. I'm not opening no doors. You, when my husband started talking to me, and I'm telling you, I failed in this area. This was the area that I did not give him while we're married. When I walk into this next marriage, and he starts saying, this is what I want it to look like. This is what I need this package to look like. Baby, I'm gonna shift my perspective. I'm going to shift my perspective. I didn't do it with my marriage. I didn't, I didn't do it. That part I failed him in. I, I still went to bed every night in boxes and a t-shirt. I'm going to be honest. I'm telling you my truth. It was so selfish of me. All he needed me to do was slip on a gown. That's all he asked me to do. Slip a gown on, Lakeisha. Let me see your feminine side when you go to bed. But because I was so selfish, I was like, I'm not doing that. That takes too much. You love me for me. You just need to love me where I'm at. And he was just asking me for little things that would turn him on, that would excite him. For him, that was confirmation that I was interested in what he wanted and what he needed. That was so simple. So I'm telling you, it's the simple things. For those of you who ask questions, ask him, what is it you need? I want to read something to you. I want to read how powerful this is. 
This is the Song of Solomon, and this is such a love story. And I'm a writer, so every time I read this, this just stirs me up for writing. So he's he, he's talk. They're talking back and forth to each other, and the young woman is talking to the man, and the man is talking to the woman, and they are just back and forth, and it is so beautiful, and it is so exciting. She says the king is lying on his couch, enchanted by the fragrance of my perfume. My lover is like a sachet of myrrh lying between my breasts. He is like a bouquet of sweet henna blossoms from the vineyards of Engeli. He comes back and says, how beautiful you are, my darling. How beautiful your eyes are like doves. She comes back and says, you are so handsome, my love. Pleasing beyond words. The soft grass is our bed. Fragrant seeded branches are the beams of our house and pleasant smelling furs are the rafters. Man, you need to go read Song of Solomon. You need to go read Song of Solomon. You need to understand that God created this. Be sensual, women. Be grown. Be sexy. Be mature. Tap into your feminine power. The enemy has stolen your feminine power. He stole it through feminism, told you it wasn't necessary. You don't have to be these things to your husband. He has stole your feminine power through worldly perspective. And the word is like, no, this is my last and final thing. You do not get to deny your husband sex. You don't, you don't get to deny him sex. You don't get to deny him sex. And first Corinthians tells us that you, you don't get to deny him sex. The only time that you get to deny him sex is if you're fasting and you're in consent and you're in agreement. You, 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 you don't get to deny him. You don't get to use sex as a power position. You don't get to do that. You don't get to do that. As a matter of fact, the scripture is real clear about how our bodies belong to them. Our bodies belong to them. And fellas, I'm going to help you with this because if she's denying you sex, it's, it's usually for a reason. It's usually for a reason. But you don't get to deny him sex. You don't get to say we're not having sex because I'm mad at you. Well, you don't get to say that. You don't get to shift it around. You don't get to shift it out. You don't get to decide. You don't get to do that. You don't get to play the sex power position. You don't get to lock your girl up and say I'm not. we're not producing today because you don't get to do that. You, you know, that the word is very, very clear about that. He said that he said he said that in here. He said that he said that in here. So I'm just telling you, you, you don't get to do that. You don't, you don't get to deny him. You don't get to hold that. That's not a power. That's not a power. That's the wrong power play. That's the wrong power play because it sends a different message to a man. It sends a different message to a man when you use that as a power play. You don't ever want to reject him. You don't ever want to reject him. You don't ever want to reject him in sex. Um, 1 Corinthians 7, 3, 5, it says, um, the husband should fulfill his wife's sexual needs and the wife should fulfill her husband's needs. The wife gives authority over her body to her husband and the husband gives authority over his body to his wife. That's 1 Corinthians 7, 3, 7, 3 and 5. Yeah, mm-mm. Till the day you die, till the day, figure it out. Figure out the intimacy, figure out the moment. Women, we've done that. We've withheld. Well, I got something for him. You better stop having something for him. You better stop holding out on him. You better stop. You better figure out if you're dealing with some issues. If you're dealing with some issues, I'm just telling you, if you're dealing with some issues, if it's emotional, um, if it's mental, go get some help. Go get some help. If you have been sexually molested, if you've been raped, you've been abused, go get some help. Go get some help. I'm telling you, go get some help. Come on, Paula. Paula quoting that Solomon. That Solomon is powerful. Come on. Come on, Sandra. If he is denied, if he is denied, it opens up the door for Satan. If he is denied, it opens up the door for Satan. Every time you deny your, your husband, you open up a door. You better make a decision today. I'm not going to open up no doors. If he walks through some doors, it won't be because you gave him permission and you opened them. When we don't meet needs in a relationship, we give people permission. We give the door open to the enemy. It's up to them to walk through the door. It's up to them to walk through the door. And every relationship that's committed outside the marriage isn't because a person wants to be a side chick or a side dude. I can do a whole, whole teaching on that. It isn't because some woman was like, she over there playing seconds. That ain't what it is. It was most likely created. It, it was most likely created because something was missing. 
If somebody gets involved with a married person, I'm telling you, it was most likely created because something was missing emotionally or physically. And some things have happened. So if you don't want no doors open in your marriage, play your position. <laughs> Become grown and sexy. Take care of your body. I don't care whether he tells you it's important. I'm telling you, it's important for you. When I see women who won't take care of themselves, I'm like, there's a self-esteem issue here. There's a self-esteem issue here. Take care of yourself. Take care of, it's important for you. Groom yourself. Take your time. Soak in your tub. Your, your schedule busy. Carve out a period of time and just soak in your bath. Scrub your feet up. I'm very intentional with myself because I love myself. I'm very intentional with myself. I'm combing my hair. I didn't used to do it. Play your position. Get yourself in the position. For those of you that are not married, married spend time preparing yourself mentally, spiritually, soul and body. He going to come. He's going to connect to you. He's not going to even be able to bypass you. He's not going to even be able to bypass you because you're going to walk by and he's going to be like, whoa, 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 whoa. What was that? See, strong men, for those of y'all who want strong women, sense strong women. They sense them. They know when they're in their parameter. And it's up to us to gauge what happens next. I wasn't good with that, baby. I'm, I'm grown and sexy. Grown, grown and sexy. And it's, and this ain't just charm. We ain't trying to be charm. Is, I need y'all to hold to this. Charm is deceptive and beauty is fleeting. Right? So you better get your internals together because here's the situation. Here's what I want to leave you with. Every marriage goes through something at some point. And if your husband is in a position that he's not in a good space, your body ain't what's going to move this situation. It's going to be your prayers. It's going to be your conversation. So it's not just about your physical. It's about your spirit, your soul, and your body. And so I tell you, your prayer life, you, you got to know how to pray him out of position. You got to know how to pray him back in a position. You got to know how to pray him out of situation. So it's not just about that, but that goes with it. That goes with it. And so even if you've been hurt somewhere in life, you got to get healed. That is not an excuse for you to be less than what you're supposed to be in your marriage. We've been using that for too long. Well, somebody abused me. Somebody hurt me then get yourself fixed. And if you're in a marriage and a circumstance and a situation now, get yourself fixed. If you're not married yet, get yourself fixed before you come to the table. If you already know sexual abuse is your issue, get yourself fixed. Because you got to have a healthy thing when this thing comes to sex. You can, yeah, you can inbox me, Jessica. You can inbox me for sure. So I'm just telling you, you got to get yourself sick. This was for the grown and sexy this morning. The Lord just would not let me move into men until we talked about that as women. So those of you, let me tell you this. Those of you that have not been taking care of yourself, I need you to make a vow today. I need you to make a vow today. I need you to take a, make a vow today that you're going to take care of yourself. I need you to do that because that's been part of your problem. You haven't felt sexy. You haven't felt appealing. You haven't felt desirable. And so I need you, for those of you who haven't been taking care of yourself, I need you to make a vow to yourself, take care of yourself today. Make a vow today. Today I'm going to put myself, I'm going to take better care of myself. If you can afford to go get you a pedicure and a manicure. Men love that. My nails, my feet, I don't play about that. I make Men love that. Men, groom, do this. Do take care, make a vow today. Esther prepared herself. Esther prepared herself. Esther, prepare herself. For those of you that are married, don't get comfortable. Don't, don't get comfortable. Don't get comfortable. Don't be comfortable. If you've been comfortable, come out your comfort zone. I can tell you more. I ain't giving you all my trade secrets. I ain't giving you all my, that's for pillow talk. <laughs> that's for pillow talk. But, but, and ask him what he needs from you. Ask him, how do you, you baby, how do you like my hair? Baby, what's your favorite color? What's your favorite color? Wear his favorite color. If you're for those, wear, wear something that just slightly curves your hugs your curves. That ain't no bad thing. That ain't no bad thing. Esther, prepare herself. Go read Song of Solomon. Go read Esther. It's in the word. Vow yourself to love yourself, even for you single ladies, and be be grown, sexy, and safe. And I'm not talking about sexual. Be sexy. Good, Alicia, go get a pedicure today. Take out your feet. He don't want your shoes off and your feet look like his. And then I could teach you to take care of his feet too. Take care of his feet. Some men won't go get pedicure. You take, you take care of your husband's feet. You take care of him. You scrub him up. You make him soft. You sorry, man. I'm telling you. It's a whole, I got a whole curriculum to this. 
I, but vow to love yourself today. Vow to get outside your selfish self. For those of you of my ladies that married, go ask your husband what he needs today. I Look, I love jeans and Jordans. I love jeans and Jordans. But my feminine self don't tap into jeans and Jordans. Jeans and Jordans are in their perspective. My, my other self, and I don't wear, I don't have to have a lot of heels. I don't have to have a lot of heels. It's just how I carry myself, the essence of who I am. Oh, yes. Okay. Thank you, Tori. <laughs> Please do. Yeah. Somebody said they throwing away all they, they family reunion t-shirts, all that stuff. Even if you're single, stop sleeping in that. And I know you may have kids, but can I tell you something? Your priority ain't to please your kids. Your kids grow up and get out. So y'all better stop focusing your marriages and your relationships just on your kids. I want you to love and take care of your kids. I'm not saying that. I want you to be good moms. I want you to be good dads. But kids grow up and get out. They go. They go places. They go places. Uh, they go. They go places. So figure this out. Ask questions. Yo, challenge today. Song of Solomon. Read that. Go read Esther, how she was prepared for my single ladies. Go get prepared. Spend time to be prepared. Spend time to be prepared. Y'all need to, man, this the word. This is all straight from the word. I ain't giving you no LMJ. I'm giving you what's in the word. I'm giving you kingdom. See, we ain't been living kingdom relationship. Yeah. Somebody said on Instagram, your kids gone and then now what? When your kids gone, then now what? What happens when your kids gone? What, what you going to do after the kids gone and you done ran and you done been attending to your kids, but you ain't been attending to your man. People break up all the time. Somebody said they going to bed without their PJs tonight. Yes, Tiffany, you married. You supposed to. Oh, yes. Y'all order you some gowns today. Prepare. If you single, start preparing and acting like a wife now. Set yourself in motion. Do you know I have my kids off the floor and in the bed in a certain time? And the reason that I have them off the floor and in the bed is a certain time so that when my man comes in this house and when I'm married and he's here, we can have a long time in the evening. I already got my kids on the schedule. My house is prepared as if he is here. God had to grow me today. I'm giving you the game today for my single ladies. I'm going to give you the game today. Prepare yourself as a wife. Make sure your cabinet's stocked up. Make sure you got tissue and toilet paper. He should never come and he don't have what he need in his house. My God, I'm telling you. I'm telling you, I'm telling you, I'm telling you, I'm telling you. Okay, that's it. We way over time. We way out of time. This is a lesson within itself. Prepare yourself to be a wife. And if you ain't been being a good wife, reset yourself. Reset yourself. Get yourself together. Figure this out. Go to the word. Go to the word. Go to the word. I'm already. That's a he. He who finds a wife having having good. I'm spilling this holy tea. Yeah. He who has a wife finds. Who he finds a wife. You already prepared as a wife. And stop assuming you prepare for a, as a wife. And you ain't never been a wife. If you ain't never been a wife, or you wasn't a good wife, stop thinking you already prepared as a wife. You, did, you better get you some lessons. You better get in this word and make sure you as a wife lines up with this word and not lines up with your own theology and answers. That's what you need to do. Yeah, that's what you need to do. Not, not it's in the word. You need to get this word in you, not your worldly perspective of what a wife, because when it, the heat and the pressure comes on, when the heat and the pressure comes on, you got to be able to go to this word for your marriage, not this world system of what the world has taught. I don't even let women talk to me who ain't been married before. Can't have no conversation with me. You ain't been married before. I don't care if you've been in a long-term relationship or not. You ain't been married. You ain't been through the pressure of being married. For those of you single, prepare yourself to be a wife again. Figure out why, how you messed up last time and get it together this time. Get it together this time so that you get to be grown, sexy, and saved. Grown, sexy, and saved. Making tacos doesn't make a good wife. D. Morris on one. You better hear her. Make, being able to cook just don't make you a good wife. Just because you fine don't make you a good wife. There is so much more to being a wife. There's so much more to being a wife. You, you need. There's so much more to being a wife. It's so much more to this. You ain't, that, It's so much more to this. Cause you gotta have something that's gonna usher through this when this thing get bad and there's gonna be a moment where it gets bad or something gets thrown off. You gotta be able to fight through this. Come on, you gotta be able to fight through this. You gotta be able to read you. Come on, come on, Nisi, for their transparency. I thought I was good. 
Yeah, you, you got to know where this sits. My God, I could go on about this. We're going to get out of here. We got to get out of here. We got to get out of here. I promise you, this is where I can teach. I promise you, this is where I can teach. We got to get out of here. I'm telling you, I'm just giving you straight from the word. Sex is good. Sex is necessary. You got to have sex in your marriage. You got to have intimacy in your marriage. You got to get connected. You got to know what's going on. You got to know what's going on and you got to assume. And I ain't talking about this world's perspective. Get out of this world's perspective of what sex is, of what grown is and what sex is. You got to get out this world perspective. This world perspective is going to have you jacked up. We don't want the world's perspective. We want the word because if the word is in place, it's going to sustain. And we're going to have 25, 30, 45, 50 year marriages. The next pillow talk is in December. And then I won't have another one here in Little Rock until later next year. But I can do a private pillow talk for an organization. Somebody just asked me when was the next pillow talk. My December pillow talk is sold out in full. It is sold out. It's sold out in nine, nine days. Um, that's it for today. Y'all log on to my website, LakeishaMJohnson.com. Go to the YouTube channel get subscribed. I need y'all to get subscribed to the YouTube channel, Coffee and Conversations. You can go back. You can watch. We got podcasts, right? For those of you who want to walk and work out and listen, you can go to anchor.fm and get to the podcast um, and listen that way. We'll definitely pray for you. If you got a prayer request, make sure you send it into the organization. We'll get it. And don't forget to bless, be a blessing. So into the ministry. Right now, we're trying to take care of a seven um, household family for Christmas. Um, so into the ministry, LakeishaMJohnson.com backslash slow dash give um, and help us be a blessing. We serve in our community all the time, especially single mothers and families who are struggling. We are always trying to make sure they have what they need. So go so into the ministry. I love y'all so, so much. I love you more than you know. I love you more than you know. I promise I do. But more than anything, God loves you. He loves you substantially and he wants you healthy and whole. Um, I can definitely talk about emotional eating because that's why some of us have been out of weight and using other things, using other things, using other things. God didn't want you to be addicted to anything but him. Social media addictions, getting wrong information on social media. Um, God didn't want you to be addicted to anything but him. I love y'all so much. We'll be back Monday morning. We're continuing this series. We're going to hopefully get into the man. I think I've given everything. Um, uh, it is. Go to the YouTube channel. All of the back videos are on YouTube. I started all week talking about the wife. I've been on the wife all week. It didn't just start yesterday. So if you want to see more of what went on, go to the YouTube channel all week. Nah, Charlotte, we don't want you using food. We want you to use the word. You got to learn how to play, replace the word with food. I was there. I was emotionally eating and I had to find out my triggers every time I would get um, upset. Thank you for tuning into our podcast. If you would like more information about LMJ Ministries, log on to LakeishaMJohnson.com today.